against Bitcoin. It's going up forever. You're against Bitcoin, you're against freedom. Good morning. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Sorry, guys. This Wi-Fi for me is very, very bad. We are... Everyone's saying no audio. No sound. Okay, one second, guys. Apologies. Apologies. This this Wi-Fi is messing up on us. Can you hear us? Are we back? That sound. All right. Okay. All right, guys. So... We were trying, again, I know you guys yell at us all the time for us being late, but uh, we were trying to get better Wi-Fi, and this Wi-Fi is acting all weird right now. Anyways, what's up, guys? We are back for another episode of Simply Bitcoin. Of course, we are your number one source for the Bitcoin revolution. We cover memes, news, well, less memes, more news, more culture, and we are coming live from Vegas right now, from Unconfiscatable. We got a great show for you guys, if it works, if it works. Hopefully it works for you guys. Uh, I guess I should have bought the premium internet over here. I, I thought it was working. Actually, I think Jacob's stealing our internet right now. But anyways, that's besides the point, guys. We have a great show for you. And guys, this is something I've been saying forever on the show. The Bitcoin signal is going everywhere. And I think we are underestimating how strong the signal will be going into this bull run. We have Joe Kernan, a, a full-blown Bitcoin maxi on CNBC, just pressing at Andrew Sorkin. And it really hits on a theme that we talk about all the time here about you know people watching Bitcoin. And the question always comes up, like, when will you believe in Bitcoin? When will you start saving in Bitcoin? When will you start to understand why we do what we do? And I thought it's a great clip to play for us today because I know people out there are watching, they're asking themselves the same question. Oh, maybe Bitcoin's going back down to 10K. Maybe I should wait for 20K. Uh, guys, it's ripping to close to 45K and people are still sitting on the sidelines. When will you, the viewers, start to believe in Bitcoin? I know here we are pretty much all toxic Bitcoiners here. This is a Bitcoin show for Bitcoiners, but we are doing our best to try to break out of our echo chamber. We've gotten crazy numbers on our YouTube and it seems like people are getting excited about Bitcoin. And we're at the end of 2023. Bitcoin's been going nuclear this year. And I think 2024 and 2025 is going to be absolutely crazy. So again, we asked the viewer, at what price are you going to buy into Bitcoin? And I have a bunch of other receipts for the news of stuff going on currently in real time that we're going to, you know, maybe do some speculating on what is actually making the Bitcoin price go up. But it's really just further receipts and further proof that people are waking up 
to Bitcoin. And of course, I'm not here alone, as you can see. I'm here with my friend, Bitcoiner, best producer in the game, Chris Alamo. And we're going to have a great discussion today, guys. So I think you're going to enjoy this. Hopefully, if we don't have any more technical difficulties. But Chris, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, Ati. Always happy to be here. Pleasure. Uh, love hanging out with the plebs. Love talking about Bitcoin. It, it was great. Uh, we we didn't actually snuggle this time at the conference. So, you know, we got our own beds this time. We're moving on up. It must be a bull market. It must be. You know, does Bitcoin fix bad internet, though? That is the question right now. And uh, it was not good this morning. Yeah, guys, again, forgive us. Hopefully this is working. I will be keeping an eye on the chat. There might be some technical difficulties, but hey, the show goes on. We do this live. So let's get into the numbers for today. The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seeds Do It Yourself Kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamped seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to hodl your bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul stamp your seed on stamp seed wow guys <laughs> you should hear how it's coming on our end it's absolutely incredible <laughs> anyways 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 it, it seems to be working youtube says we have good connection anyways here are the numbers we're over here on clark moody's dashboard you guys already know bitcoin.clarkmoody.com and my my favorite number is always the block height TikTok next block. It's almost like Bitcoin is working. We're currently at a block height of 820,034. The Bitcoin price is at $44,020. Absolutely incredible. The sats per dollar, aka how much your Bitcoin is worth in fiat terms, aka how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar is currently at 2,272 sats. Or for you bits maxis in the back, 227 bits. The total Bitcoin issued total percentage of Bitcoin that will ever be issued, 93.15%. The market cap of Bitcoin in fiat terms, $861 billion. The realized monetary inflation, 1.75%. The Bitcoin versus gold market cap at a 6.34%. Guys, wow. Last time I checked this, I think this was last week. It was at like 4%. It's inching up, guys. The total public lightning capacity is 5,027.78 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days is absolutely ripping. 448.3 exahashes and the pending fees. Oh, my goodness. We were actually just having this conversation about the mempools going crazy. 22.76 BTC. Absolutely incredible right now. Uh, you guys should have listened to us and consolidated your transactions a while ago, but it should hopefully calm down and you'll have one more chance before it really gets crazy. And then the blocks to having 19,966 blocks till the halving. And then, of course, the, the halving date in fiat terms is April 19th, 2024. So, guys, I hope this works for you. Um, I hope there's no delay in this video. I should have downloaded it for you. But, hey, we do this live. I, I thought we had this figured out. Anyways, 
there's something we keep talking about here on the show that the Bitcoin signal is going absolutely mainstream. Bitcoin is becoming the predominant conversation in all financial circles. The tickers are on television. Everyone is talking about Bitcoin ETFs, macro. You know, we're, we're starting to feel the FOMO. I know us as Bitcoiners, we're still a little somber. We're, we're still a little PTSD from the, the bear market. But it just goes to show that more and more people are waking up. And for better or worse, guys, Bitcoin price movement is the signal that most people are watching. Everyone thought Bitcoin is dead. And now, as the price starts to move, we're going to see a lot of FOMO. We're going to see a lot of people start to reconsider Bitcoin. They're going to ask themselves, wait, Bitcoin isn't dead? And in this clip, if it works for you guys, uh, we have Joe Kernan. Uh, what? This isn't Squawk Box. This is him on uh, CNBC. And he's a full-blown Bitcoiner. What uh, What would you say? What'd you say Matt O'Dell calls him? Our, his boy, Joe Kernan? His boy, Joe Kernan, yeah. <laughs> Never met him before in his life, but he's our boy, guys. He's our man out there doing the Lord's work, spreading that Bitcoin signal. And Andrew Sorkin is like the the epitome of not to be derogatory, but just the normie out there. He's been watching Bitcoin for forever. It's his job to literally watch financial markets. And they ask him, Joe Kernan asked him that simple question. You know, when are you going to believe in Bitcoin? When are you going to buy Bitcoin? You've been watching it since 5K. What price point will you buy into Bitcoin? We know the meme. You get Bitcoin at the price you deserve. But this is a question I think more and more people are going to be asking themselves right now. You know, are, are you going to be waiting for 10K, the mythical 10K again? You're going to wait for 25K. And it's something I always talk about. It's like, guys, if we believe Bitcoin is going to six and seven figures, why are you going to wait for a little 5% retrace when you can get exposure today? And then, you know, say what you want about Andrew uh, Pompolano, Anthony Pompolano, Pompolano. Uh, but he kills it on. Uh, he absolutely slays it on this little clip here. And the signal just keeps spreading. So let me play this video and then I want one thing to add. So when we were flying in, Opti, I, I got a bone to pick with you. Your one buddy calls you. Like, oh, like we yeah. get all these calls from your normie friends basically being like, hey, like, should I buy Bitcoin now? It was literally the conversation. You're like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going up right now. Like, And he was definitely asking, like, is it going to go down? Is it going to go up? You're like, I don't know. It could go down, could go up. I think this is a good entry point. So obviously, Opti did not do a good enough job in the bear market of orange pilling his buddies. Well, well, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he does own some Bitcoin. But again, I think this just goes to show that the average person that isn't fully enthralled in Bitcoin, fully obsessed with Bitcoin, they watch the price movements and they're always thinking the same thing. Wait, can I get it a little cheaper? I'm going to wait for that price. And I'm like, dude, it might go down again. This time might be different. Who knows? But it's definitely a time to gain some exposure. Anyways, let's watch this clip, guys, and you will see... Joe just absolutely roasting Andrew on television and Pompolano doing a great job of spreading that Bitcoin signal and, and waking up people out there. So let's watch this, guys. Michael Saylor, you know, has had, uh, I guess, down at 17,000. There were people that thought that he was going to get like a margin call or something. He's back now. I don't know how much he bought. Something like how much? He's got 174,000 Bitcoin. He's up $2 billion on it. He made and some weird comment the other day, and that was about what percentage of global financial system, in his view, Bitcoin will represent at some point. And then he did some simple math and came out with some 
crazy number. What, what, what was it? I saw that. There's all kinds of numbers that fly. It was like five to 10 million for coin or something was, was what he came up with. If Bitcoin just simply matches gold, it'd be $500,000. If it's 500,000, if it matches gold. Just matches gold at uh, 20, um, or I'm sorry, $10 trillion. Now, if you continue to look at uh, you know other assets it could eat into, if you have a dollar today and you want to store wealth, you historically could have bought gold, you could have bought uh, you know, fine art, you could have bought all kinds of real estate, whatever. Hard, yeah, hard Young people are saying to themselves, I want to buy the hardest asset I can find, which tends to be Bitcoin. And it's liquid and it is the best performing asset over the last 10 years. But, it's not, but the, the, the sailor question is how much of it becomes part of the quote unquote financial system. And does it, is he suggesting that there has to be a payments element or an actual he, transaction element? But you were saying gold. You weren't saying a payment. If it became part of the payment system, it could be much bigger. Well, but it also it became part of, this goes back to, can it really be part of the payment system and have actual and continued increase? Because as we've discussed a million yeah. times, if it keeps Why increasing, nobody's ever use it. Except, if you, except there's, there's that company we had on that uses just little, tiny little pieces. Here's, here's what I'd say. Whenever you do it, someone, it doesn't matter the, 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 the little minuscule variations on a daily basis. Whenever I talk to someone matter. private and they ask me about Bitcoin, I tell them it's very simple. If you think that the Federal Reserve and other central banks are going to have to print capital uh, or print money in order to finance all of this debt, then you're going to want to be in something other than dollars. And they're going to get in there. You're still not on board. board. You, you, I have been. You must be curious. Are you more skeptical? But at 25,000, you were really. I was probably early on that. What's the number you once said that if it hit that you would think about buying for your kids? 25,000. At 25, you were really. Saying this is way too now it's forty two. You gotta eventually what throw is, in the towel. What, what, what number where you'll say I'm, I'm, I believe in it? A hundred. Well, I just think it's a very because it's such a abstract concept that it's like but a it's non-existent not, thing. Even though I know it's a thing for some people. It's, I think but a lot all of money. Are getting, yeah. Maybe I know it's yes. very philosophical. No, no. But like, aren't there like six, you, you can describe why gold is worse? I mean, it's not because it's pretty, yeah. and it's not because it's used in jewelry. It's because it's immutable. It's cross-cultural. There's only so much around, and, and there these are the characteristics of money since the beginning yeah, of time. Everybody has gold in there, right? Correct. No, 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 back to the store value. This is it's like if you understand the distributed ledger nature yeah. of Bitcoin, you can see that it, it can represent barter. For here's, here's, one the, here's one of the crazy parts about this is a lot of people who question Bitcoin's uh, efficacy or, or legitimacy, they're using uh, a worldview that is dominant in traditional finance. Things like right. intrinsic value, things like efficient hypothesis, hypothesis etc. Yeah, what we're watching though God is... God bless and Charlie Munger view of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and by the way, you, you've been right for 50 years having that worldview. I think that Bitcoiners are coming to the market and saying, wait a second, there's a different view of the world. Something like intrinsic value. If you and I both look at an asset and I tell you the intrinsic value is X, you say it's Y. Obviously, there's no intrinsic value. It's just what our opinion is, right? Same thing with efficient market hypothesis. I think what Bitcoin's really doing is it's showing there's this new view of the world. So it's been right and if it continues to be right there will be trillions of dollars going to the asset anthony papiano couldn't have said it better, guys. And it really just goes to show the conversation that we always have. You know, we, we have this constantly with the, with ourselves here. You know, we, we try to do our best to avoid speculating on the Bitcoin price. Yes, we understand how important the Bitcoin price is in regards to people watching Bitcoin. But like Joe said, once you understand, you know, 21 million hard cap censorship resistant money, something that cannot be debased, something outside of the system. And as as the meme goes, something that's going to go up forever. You start to understand, wait, there is something more going on here. And I really loved how Pomp said it at the end. What we're all doing here as Bitcoiners is we understand that there is a totally different system. There's a different way of doing things. And you might want to hold some just in case it catches on. And we're seeing in real time that it is catching on. And so for the person out there, the viewer out there that maybe you by chance fell into the show today, you know, you're, you're asking yourself, you're Googling what's going on with the Bitcoin price. And you saw the title. When will you believe in Bitcoin? And so I just want to ask you, the viewer out there. What is it that's going to take you to believe in Bitcoin? What what it took, you know, Chris and I are different, but we all eventually get to the shelling point of, wow, this Bitcoin thing is not going away. We just had a 80% retrace and now it's pumping again. Wait, Bitcoin didn't die. And maybe I should get some. Maybe the price is never going to go back down. And I, I'm always wondering, what is it to get people 
to start to stack Bitcoin, to start to understand Bitcoin? Does it need a thousand hours of education to start to understand Bitcoin? Or is it you just see some price appreciation, you FOMO into it, you come for the money, you stay to fix the money, and then you understand, wait, these crazy internet nerds have the best money in the world. They know what they're doing. They are fixing the system slowly but surely one block at a time. And here we are, guys. We're on the front line. And I'm sure someone just said in the chat, I, I can't pull it out right now or else my internet will, will blow out on me. It's like, I just got my first should I buy text. Guys, this is the beginning of a should I buy text. And we were actually having a conversation with Jacob yesterday. He's like, yo, like, how do you feel about the price going up. Like, this is my first bull run. I, I don't really know how to feel. I'm like, you know, it feels good to have your purchasing power increase, but it's just another day in Bitcoin. This is crazy parts of the roller coaster. And once you understand, there's no going back to the fiat system. We're trying something new because the fiat system, it's either designed to work in this way to exclude all of us from it, or it's broken. And either way, isn't a good answer for us average people. So, Chris, what's your thoughts on this video? Was there any nuggets in there? And uh, what do you think it's going to take for someone to start to believe in Bitcoin? And believe maybe is not the best word because I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a belief system. You know, they have that idea like, oh, money's just a belief system. It's like, no, but at a certain point, you build your conviction in Bitcoin and you understand what you're doing here. And that's how you're able to weather all the storms. So, Chris, what's your thoughts? So I just want to give a shout out first to our boy, friend of the show, Joe Kernan, uh, Orange Pill in the Masses. <laughs> we may or may not have ever met him or even associate ourselves or even talked with him, but he's out there, Orange Pill in the Masses. I think he had a great, important question to Andrew Sorkin that was kind of like, what is your price that you're going to get in at? What He's like, oh, well, it's kind of like this thing and it's an abstract concept. And obviously, Pomp and Joe were kind of taking the other side of saying like, no, like there's a point that you want to get in. I think Pomp even kind of criticized Andrew Sorkin saying, oh, if it fell to 5K, I'd get a little bit for my kids. Uh, obviously. But no, no, no. He said his price was 5K and that's when he'd get some for his kids. And now we're at 44K. He just touched 45K and he's still on the sidelines like, wait, maybe uh, it's just a belief. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't buy some of this. Like what's going on here? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's like uh, Joe had the great point of like, at what point are you do you want to get in first? You know, the best thing to do is front run BlackRock and all these ETFs that are coming out. You can do that now. We still haven't had the ETFs approved. You can get it. And then even the best thing is you can give Larry Fink the middle finger when he's like, hey, I'm trying to get into this ETF thing, trying to buy some Bitcoin. And you don't have to sell it to Larry Fink. And I'm sure that he does not like having things not sold to him being one of the largest, if not the largest asset manager in the world. So buy some Bitcoin, front run Larry Fink and all the ETFs. Well, well, I couldn't agree more, Chris. Uh, but I want to ask you the question that, you know, I, I'm guessing you still have some normie friends, yep. some. Uh, what do you think it's going to take for them to start to understand Bitcoin? It's just going to be price ripping. Uh, I think so. There's two things. I think it's price ripping or pain. Uh, I, I hate to say it like that, but it's like at what point is it is it inflation becomes uh, too painful? Your purchasing power erodes too much in the dollar or other assets that you have. At what point is it your 60 40 bond por stock bond portfolio is not performing anymore and Bitcoin still is outperforming both of those? So it's kind of one of those things. It's like, you know, I can't buy a house. You know, my retirement portfolio is not keeping up with inflation. At what point is it like, do you jump on the life? rafts. Uh, I hope a lot of my normie friends, you know, obviously we're trying to get them on the life raft sooner rather than later, but it's kind of one of those things. Everyone gets the Bitcoin at the price that they deserve. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, guys, uh, hopefully the audio isn't super choppy. I see someone say, why so choppy? I guess this internet 
uh, and this hotel isn't that good, guys. So uh, we're doing our best. I tried to fix it for you guys, but hey, the show goes on. We we didn't want you guys to wait longer in the chat for us. Anyways, we are in Vegas, but we will be taking over Nashville. Shouts out to the boys over at Bitcoin Magazine, Bitcoin Conference 2024. You can get yourself tickets today. And we do this every year. We go through the same song and dance. You guys complain about the price. The price goes up. The conference comes and you FOMO into getting a ticket. Well, use the code simply. You can get a discount and it's the cheapest the price is going to be right now. We want to see you in Nashville. We're taking over Nashville. Anyways, Chris, jump in. Yeah, no. Uh, so obviously you get the Simply code, but also if you pay in Bitcoin, you get an additional discount. So I'm saying, you know, uh, you can even kind of like fudge it, like use an exchange, send front, like, you know, basically instead of getting the tax uh, taxable issue, you could use like, I know Strike, you can fund it with dollars, pay like you were going to pay with a credit card or dollars, and then use the Lightning Network to pay for it. And uh, you get a discount for Simply Code and you get a discount for paying in Bitcoin. So that's the cheapest and best way to do it, in my opinion. Let's go. We got to remember that one when we when we keep plugging the conference, paying Bitcoin. <laughs> I think you get up to like 21. I think you get up to 21% off. You get 10% for Simply and then you get 21% for paying in Bitcoin off. So. So no excuses for the tickets being too expensive. If you want to make it, if you haven't made it to one, you need to make it to a Bitcoin conference. This is the biggest one in the world. And it's it's like a Mecca. It's a Mecca trip. Yeah, and I'll, I'll caveat one thing. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't pay for Bitcoin. You just have to enter in your email or an email associated with it. Um, and then it'll give you the uh, the QR code or, or the code or the address to pay in Bitcoin. I know a lot of people are like, well, what the heck? You can't pay for uh, conference six with Bitcoin. I promise you can. You just need to have an email so we know to send the confirmation when you pay with it. Let's go. All right, guys. Well, I hope to see you guys in Nashville. But let's get on to the rest of the show. We got a lot to talk about here. The Daily News. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Foundation Devices. It's self-custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your, into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the Passport link in the show notes below to learn more. This is, this is next level. All right, guys. So. Um, I don't really want to go over all the Bitcoin ETF macro news, but considering the theme of today's show, when will you be buying Bitcoin? Like, at what price will you buy Bitcoin? At you know, at what evidence do you need to continue to get you interested in Bitcoin? 
the theme remains the same. Where we are right now, Bitcoin is becoming mature. It is legitimizing in the eyes of traditional finance. And I know the Bitcoin ethos is, you know, F TradFi. Like, this is why we Bitcoin is because they blew up the financial system. Why should we care? You know, why do the suits have to come in to mature the, the, the space? And it's kind of one of those things that, like, this is where we are, guys. And the average person out there, for better or worse, they're not going to listen to you anon. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. Hence why we show our faces all the time. So we're seemingly normal people here. But the theme remains the same. The Bitcoin ETF will be approved. And we just saw Bitcoin rip. It's at what? It touched 45K. It's a 44K right now. It's This year, it's gone up, what, 150 plus percent. All the evidence is showing that Bitcoin is... is I was going to say back, but it's never left. And, you know, here we got uh, the CEO from Grayscale. I know what you'd say about Grayscale, but it's the same theme. It's not a question of if the Bitcoin ETF will get approved. It's when. And now we're hearing rumors that it's probably going to get approved around, you know, the first first month, maybe January 10th ish is kind of what we're all talking about. And the latest theme is all of us Bitcoiners like, well, what is making the Bitcoin price rip right now? Like, is it the Bitcoin ETF rumors? Is it because there's some convicted buyers? Like, what is exactly going on? We're seeing that traditional finance, maybe there's signs of things breaking. You know, we saw gold rip. I have the gold chart for you guys. And it all just kind of is culminating in this perfect storm of, wait, is there cracks in the dam? Are people waking up? Are people flying to quality? Are they seeing what we're seeing? And now that we're going to see a, a ETF, we're going to see the liquidity from institutions pop into Bitcoin. It really makes you wonder just how much capital is going to get into Bitcoin. Everyone is getting absolute, or actually everyone is absolutely bearish because I don't think we're bullish enough when we understand that Bitcoin is maturing in real time. So much capital and liquidity is going to get into Bitcoin coming up and it's just going to blow your mind. And we covered this actually, Chris, did you want to pop in there a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the, looking back now that looks like we're going on a new bull run or, you know, obviously the price is appreciated over 160% this year so far. Um, I think looking back at the last bear market is, you know, everyone was saying, oh, we're, we're maturing as an asset class. The suits are coming. But look, the thing that I take away from this is the suits got absolutely fucking wrecked. <laughs> the Gemini, the Genesis, the FTX. I mean, you've got some more of the the uh, the DGENs as well as the BlockFi's, the Celsius, the Voyagers. But the suits are like, hey, we're the adults in the room. We're going to regulate this industry. Yo, regulate me harder, daddy. That's what FTX wanted. And only they got wrecked, which I think just goes to show like, you're your own best advocate. You know, I'm saying, you know, advocate for yourself. Buy Bitcoin, self-custody it yourself. Don't do any of these ETFs. Yeah, I'll gladly let them uh, pump my bags and my purchase price. But uh, at the end of the day, I think, you know, the path forward is of most pain. And I think these ETFs, you know, we haven't seen it yet, but after they get approved, I could definitely see, you know, a case where they accidentally are sending Bitcoin to an address they don't have. Maybe they're just like rehypothecating it, like making more ETF shares than there are available of Bitcoin on the market. So don't let that be a risk for yourself take Bitcoin in self-custody, buy it yourself, hold it yourself. And, uh, you know, it's going to be hilarious to watch the suits get absolutely wrecked in the next four to eight years from here on out. So, yeah, that's just my two stats on it. <laughs> it's going to be glorious, not just hilarious. But, yeah, it, it just goes to show, guys. And and we're huge advocates of you guys not buying the the spot big, or, yeah, an ETF at all. Any ETF. You want to hold spot Bitcoin. You want to hold the actual asset. And, yeah, for better or worse, people are going to buy this spot ETF. But you want to hold Bitcoin. 
Uh, one more important point. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, BlackRock, they had uh, they actually just amended their ETF, the iShares ETF. They had 21 provisions or revisions to it. What's, is that bullish? I don't know if it is. But one of the... The, the number's 21. The number is 21 revisions that they had in their application. One of the things that stood out, though, and uh, jo- shout out to Joe Carlosare, uh, was pointing out that they changed a provision in there. They, the SEC required this or wanted this, that they want the uh, option to call Bitcoin a security. I know Bitcoiners, we don't believe oh, in security. Wow. But one of, lines, uh, one of the lines in there was saying that they wanted Bitcoin to be it's they have not changed the definition. They still treat it as a commodity, but they want the optionality to potentially read like to back change or change Bitcoin from a commodity to a security in the language. It, I forget the, the lawyer wow. language, but the language is like, hey, like Bitcoin's seen as a commodity now, but is pending, can change in the future or something along those lines. Incredible. As you can see, we, we've been seeing this year, and especially the last couple of months, a ramp up on the on and off ramps. And, and this really just kind of goes to show that the quote unquote adults in the room are trying to come in here and stranglehold Bitcoin and you know, put a, a round peg in or what's a square peg in a round hole so that they can become the official custodians and the official on and off ramps of these of Bitcoin so that they can try to, you know, try try to hurt Bitcoin. Anyways, Chris, if you want to add a little more before I, I move into some of this other stuff to give people some more receipts, by all means. Uh, no, I, I mean, I guess I just think that's very important that the SEC wants, they want control. Everyone in the, in the room, it's right now a pa- power game. Everyone wants control. Everyone wants to control Bitcoin. As you guys know, you guys listen to the show, no one, one person controls Bitcoin. You self-sovereignly control Bitcoin by running your own node, holding your own keys. So that's just my two sats. Love it, love it. And on that note, guys, you know, I saw this tweet uh, we tweeted this out a couple of days ago. I think there was some bad math that was going around on Twitter, but the point remains the same. So the Twitter here, the tweet that we posted, this was September 12th, a couple months ago, is uh, the Emir of Qatar landed in El Salvador. He had a conversation with Nayib Bukele about investing in El Salvador and understanding how his investments are going, what they are, and maybe he's trying to find some exposure somewhere. Well, this tweet this morning from Caitlin Long, and you guys know Caitlin Long. She started Custodia. She is, you know, one foot in TradFi, maybe maybe one toe in TradFi and the, the other nine toes in Bitcoin. And she quote tweeted us this morning. She goes, I caught up with a big Bitcoiner and investor in Bitcoin infrastructure wait, companies who said he doesn't think this rally is all about the spot ETF. He thinks it's about this too. And he's quoting, quote tweeting, pointing down to the idea that uh, some interested buyer in Qatar in the Middle East is starting to gain exposure in Bitcoin. And she goes, I missed this at the time, but looking into this this morning, it seems there wasn't much coverage of this. And it just goes to show that once we get the floodgates opening up, one interested buyer, things are really going to go into a new paradigm. And we're seeing even more receipts. This morning, individuals and businesses in Lugano can now settle taxes, fines, and other invoices from the municipality in Bitcoin. Of course, Bitcoiners are, you know, this is probably a contentious, contentious topic here, but it just keeps showing that everywhere around the world, countries, nation states, corporation, Interested investors, high net worth individuals, they're all looking for some exposure. Again, I'm going to bring up gold chart, and I know everyone in the chat's going to kind of shit on the gold chart because, hey, we're Bitcoiners. We think Bitcoin is better than gold. But one thing is for sure, I think people are going to look for quality. There is a flight to quality right now. Are we seeing this happen in real time? 
I think only time will tell. Of course, we didn't know the playbook here. I say it all the time. Someone that is trying to get their exposure in Bitcoin, they're not going to tell you up front that they're buying all this Bitcoin. They're going to FUD Bitcoin. They're going to stack their bags. And then eventually, once their bags are packed, they're like, oh, yeah, we love Bitcoin. Let the price rip. Anyways, another news story that came out, companies in Japan would no longer have to pay tax on unrealized gains under the proposal rules per Nikea Asia. And as we say here, the game theory is in action. But that's not all. The reason I'm bringing all these receipts today is, again, I'm trying to figure out ways to get the average person out there, the guy that's kind of has some interest in, when will you get into Bitcoin? We see an ETF's about to drop. We're seeing more and more nation states, at least at the very least, talking about Bitcoin, talking to Bitcoiners and wondering, wait, maybe I need to get some exposure. We're seeing, yes, in the US. And actually, there was a better tweet in here by Caitlin. Uh, yeah, here we go. So is this the one? Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Lepard responds. Tim has it right. There is a sovereign bid. And then Caitlin responds. If that's true, then the U.S. looks even more foolish for pursuing Operation Chokepoint 2.0. I've known about a major U.S.-based multinational company that has been using Bitcoin since 2014. It's been obvious for a while that Bitcoin would proverbially tip. Meanwhile, in the U.S., they are just slamming themselves in the ground. They are wrecking themselves. The game theory is going on around the world. People are waking up to Bitcoin. They're waking up to, oh my God, no one person, no one country controls this. We've been seeing and covering it all year long, what BRICS are doing. They're angling to drop the dollar. We're seeing that people are dropping treasuries. Like It's all heating up for a perfect storm when the media and the Bitcoin price starts to rip. But the signal here, I think, is what we keep saying all the time on the show. It's not just that Bitcoin is going up. It's that fiat is crashing. It is losing its purchasing power in real time. It's losing its place in the world. And as we say, you know, stay humble, stack sats and spread the word of Satoshi. And just to show you guys a chart, because I'm a visual learner. I'm over here on Google, you know, US dollar to Bitcoin and just look at Bitcoin crashing just this year. And I, I dollar crashing. Yeah, the dollar crashing the against dollar Bitcoin. Crashing against Bitcoin. Exactly. And look like I don't know about you, but the meme of one dollar equals one dollar doesn't look that strong when you price it in Bitcoin. And if we zoom out all the way from the beginning. The dollar is an absolute shitcoin. It is absolutely destroyed. And this whole rant kind of started the other week. Uh, I think this is the beginning of the week. I, actually, this started on Sunday. Um, you know, I don't hold gold. I wear gold. I like gold. It feels good. I think it's pretty. But I don't personally invest in gold. But what we are seeing is that Gold is still basically one of the store values. It's one of the safe assets for people. When things get crazy, they go into gold. And we saw over the weekend that gold hit an all-time high. It had an actually huge, what looked like a scam wick, if we're being completely honest here. And uh, actually, Chris, I don't know if we want to talk about this, but Chris told me a pretty interesting story in regards to gold markets and investors. I don't know if, we, I, don't know if I want to put your, your business out there. But let's just say if you watch Dumb Money, I don't know if you guys seen Dumb Money. It was a pretty good movie. But remember when GameStop and Robinhood, they stopped trading 
of GameStop on their app. Well, let's just say maybe a big guy that you guys are all knowing and saying in the chat may have made a phone call and said basically the Vitalik line of, hey, guys, can you please stop trading gold right now? Uh, Chris, do you want to chime in on this or is this is this too much sauce that we don't want to blow up our friends, uh, you know, OPSEC here? No, I, I could say the story and I, I won't go into any, any personal details, but basically, uh, you know, obviously gold is centralized. A lot of times it's centralized in banks, central banks, obviously. Uh, but a lot of times if a trade is going against, let's just say one of the uh, too big to fail banks, uh, they can call some up at the treasury or the Fed and basically be like, hey, like we got to unwind some of these trades or, you know, we, hey, if so, we're really long, you know, you need to uh, say people can't sell short anymore or we can't go, uh, you know, we, we're short. You got to stop selling long. Um, and we actually saw this in 2008. You were no longer allowed to short sell bank stocks. So obviously the banks are in the pockets of the regulators and the regulators protect their own. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like these too big to fail banks, you know, it's heads I win, tails you lose. And that's kind of the way they see it. So, you know, if the gold market starts ripping, who's to say that they don't take make a call be like, hey, we were short gold. We got to call some friends to make sure that, that we don't get blown out. <laughs> yeah, who's to say? This is all hypothetical, obviously. <laughs> Completely hypothetical here. But it just goes to show, guys, look, gold it just hit an all-time high. You can see this chart. What the last, the last top that we just passed in what is this? Twenty twelve. Uh, you look at this chart. This this goes back for the eighties, the the late seventies, and gold. It, just broke its all-time high. It's almost looking like a cup and handle. I'm not much of a trader here, but it's looking like people are looking for alternatives. What is gold and Bitcoin saying about the global markets? Of course, I got the all-time chart here of Bitcoin. It's up and to the right. It's pumping. We just touched 45K. We're at 44K. It's been up 150% this year. And even gold is up. Like, what is going on in the markets? I don't know, but it does look like the flight to quality is happening in real time. People are looking for alternatives. We're seeing uh, ETF is right around the corner. We're seeing nation states more than just El Salvador, a tiny country, start to embrace Bitcoin. We're seeing the interest levels raise. We're seeing corporate press talk about Bitcoin Every day they have their ticker on there all the time. We're seeing a Bitcoin maxi like Joe just absolutely destroy his co-host. Guys, I am very convinced that the next year or two, this bull run that we're finding ourselves going into, it's going to be an absolute ripper. You want to start stacking today. If you're on the sidelines, you want to have exposure. Of course, you know, DCA your way through it if you want to, or do what I do, capitulate your fiat as soon as possible. But guys, it just, I think, I think we're going to be very surprised in 2024, early 2024, the announcements coming out from people. Anyways, Chris, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I think you missed the most important chart. You didn't show Bitcoin, like gold price in Bitcoin, because that even though is, is not uh, fully down. So I think that that's an important chart to show that basically, even though gold is up on the year in fiat terms, it's actually not at its peak adjusted for inflation. I think that was the 80s or the late 70s was the time that it was at its true peak when you're just for inflation. And I mean, at the price of gold in Bitcoin, I mean, it's just like, you know, down to the right, basically showing that Bitcoin is way outperforming it. So let's see if we can pull this up on the fly. We're doing one? it live. We're doing it live. Let's see. Is it this one? Let me pull this one up. I don't know if my internet's going to work. Historical. Uh... 
I don't know if this one works. I don't know if this one works. We we can we can skip it. But basically, if you guys look up the chart, obviously Bitcoin is way further up than uh, you know priced in uh, gold. Well, just just for like a little quick conversation, because Chris is uh, I would say he's right side of the bell curve Bitcoiner. I'm left side of the bell curve Bitcoiner. But it's so interesting that. There's basically two hard monies in the world. You know, it's Bitcoin and it is gold. And even though people say like, oh, U.S. Treasuries are the safest asset, uh, anyone worth their salt in the financial world, they're going to probably go into gold. Like the central banks hold gold for a reason. They're literally like, here, take my papers. We're going to hold the gold. But it just goes to show that when things get crazy and we are in a time of uncertainty, they are going to go into hard assets. And if the Bitcoin price is ripping, if the gold price is ripping and Bitcoin is just outperforming even gold, I think that's just more proof for the average person out there. When you show them the charts, they're like, wait, gold, wait, Bitcoin is better than gold. And I don't even like the Bitcoin is gold 2.0 or whatever like that. I think that's a bad meme. Bitcoin is much more than that. It's, it's high powered money for the digital world. And it is starting to lose that commodity money value and look to become the monetary asset of the world. And I, I don't really talk much with gold investors, but my my dad, he, <laughs> he always texts me like Bitcoin goes up. He's like, gold's going up too. I'm like, congrats, dad, on your two, three percent. Love you, bro. Like you need some more Bitcoin. Anyways, what's your thoughts on, you know, someone that says, oh, I like Bitcoin, but I like gold more. Uh, you can hold both. If you really are that tied to your gold, you can you can wear it and then hold both. I, I think that might be, uh, I know Lawrence Lepard is a big gold and Bitcoin bug. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, who's to tell you that you should or shouldn't have other assets, but I definitely think you should hold some Bitcoin. So <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely don't tell you what to do here. We're just like, hey, this is what we like. This is what we're seeing. We, we may be bolt-hearted, but uh, we may be bolt-hearted here, but and love love the orange coin. But hey, you do it, you. Hey, I mean, look, gold bugs, for better or worse, are the pre predecessors in the hard money gang. They they held it down for a long time. And <laughs> oh, selfie is in the oh man, this is gonna be good. Hold on. Uh so let, let's get in, let's get into the culture. I think you guys are gonna like this one. All right, guys, before we go on though, shouts out to the boys over at Kaboom Racks. I absolutely love the whole team. Get in touch with Alex Kaboom Rack. I think he's at Alex Kaboom Racks on Twitter. They will give you white glove service. If you want to buy ASICs, you want to sell your ASICs. If you want to host with them, they got that. Download their firmware. If you have an ASIC and you're running, you know, standard firmware, update it to the Kaboom Racks one. Get you all nifty and glowing and get you all the little perks. But also, guys, you know the deal here. My boy Alex probably convinced you not to buy ASICs, even though it's his job to tell you to buy ASICs. So if you've been thinking about getting into Bitcoin mining, Get in touch with them because they will literally answer all your questions. They're in Telegram all day. They respond super quickly. They are the goats. I absolutely love everyone over at Kaboom Racks. They are Bitcoiners, for Bitcoiners, by Bitcoiners. Anyways, guys, let's get into the culture. I think we got a funny little bit for you guys today. The Daily Culture. 
brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. Yo, what's good from Las Vegas? I can barely hear anything. <laughs> Through for us. Oh, there you go. There she there is. There she is. is. All right. What are you doing over here? What is good from Las Vegas, everybody? Since I didn't bet on any shit coins, I thought I would try my hand at the slot machines. Look at all the pretty lights. You know, one thing you can't do here is spend your gold gains. Um, I wouldn't spend my Bitcoin gains either. I actually don't bet at all. I just like to walk around and look at the pretty lights. Um, but if you guys are here in Vegas, make sure to stop by the D Hotel for Unconfiscatable. This is such a fun event. We've been having a great time so far. The early registry starts today and um, the actual conference starts tomorrow. So if you want to look at some pretty lights, if you want to have some fun with your newly fresh Bitcoin gains, I wouldn't recommend it. But if that's your vibe, this is the place to do it. <laughs> Let's go. All right, well, Seriously, so though, I'm like a little kid in an arcade. Look how cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I heard this morning? Um, I heard that this hotel actually accepts Bitcoin. I, so I, I didn't know, uh, but I think that's why Tone picked the D Hotel. There is a Bitcoin ATM in the lobby. Uh, it, I wouldn't recommend using it. They, they literally they're asking for for your phone number and Wait, email. I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm gonna look for. Yeah, that yeah. So go go up to yeah. it right now. So go into the check in, and it's right across the check in, right by the bathroom. Uh -huh. They have an ATM uh -huh. there. Uh, yeah, right, literally right across from there. I, I know where you are. Right across the bathrooms, like next to the elevator. No, no, right, like right, right by the bathroom. Oh, okay. Wait, this is this is a regular ATM. No, there's one. There's there's a Bitcoin one. It's right across the way from the check-in. It's in the lobby right there. I don't know. You'll you'll have to find it's well, it's right we'll, there. We'll take some pictures and some videos. Yeah. of this thing. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> let's see. You're you're I'll lagging. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's right there. It's in the lobby. It's almost like right when you walk in. The the Bitcoin is in the machine. Yeah, the Bitcoin is in the machine. But yeah, don't don't uh I wouldn't use it, guys. It's telling you to KYC. We were trying to just see what the fees were. But apparently they accept Bitcoin here. They have an ATM, so just absolutely let me see. Let me see where you're at. Let me see where you're at here. This is the entrance. And then it's to the right, like if you're walking in. That's checking? The check-in, yeah, to the right. It's like behind, it's, I, I can't really tell. Oh, I found it, I found it, I found it. <laughs> I found it. But they call it a crypto kiosk. Sheesh. I don't know, let's see, sell crypto for cash. Oh shit, yeah, no, it says buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Buy Bitcoin, sell Bitcoin. So you can literally come to this place, sell some of your Bitcoin, and then gamble it away if you didn't already do it on Binance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, guys, if you are in Vegas, 
say what's up to us. We will be live streaming tomorrow. We're going to be live streaming the whole conference. I, I don't know if we're going to do a, a show from the floor, but we will be having all the conference stream to you guys. We will be getting interviews. And uh, on that note, so what are you what are you up to? Are you going to are you going to gamble on some shit coins, the original shit coins? No, I can barely play roulette. I got wrecked in roulette yesterday. <laughs> so oh my I, don't think, goodness. I, don't, I don't think gambling is for me. Um, and if gambling is not for you, you want to buy the hardest money that ever existed. People always say, oh, Bitcoin is such a gamble. Bitcoin is like so volatile. Why would you spend? Why would you invest in Bitcoin? And the reality is that it's the best performing asset in the last 10 years. It's the best performing asset year today. If you would have bought at the beginning of the year, you would already be, well, way over 2x. And um, it's the most conservative money, like investment, really known to man. So, I mean, if this is your thing, you might as well go on Binance. But if you really want to protect your assets, Bitcoin is for you. Well, well, Sophie, I don't know if you can see the chat, but your, your toxic... Ultra Ego says, at Simply Bitcoin, the crypto kiosk next to the toilets makes perfect sense now. <laughs> oh, man. It's actually man. next to the to the uh, gift shop, <laughs> which is kind of equally as uh, poetic because I'm they overcharge the shit out of you for everything at that store. Kind of close. All right, Self. Well, yeah. thanks for popping in. Thanks for doing the influencer Bitcoin pop in guest appearance, but guys, uh, we heard you. Um, so peace out. I'm going to pull you behind the scenes. I'll see you in a little bit. Uh, guys, we heard you. We brought the meme review back today. So, you know, we're, we're going to do it less, but we will not completely eliminate it. You already know the deal. We have to do the memes. We we were thinking about it yesterday. We actually had a conversation. Uh, we'll probably do it at least for sure every Friday. And then throughout the week, you'll just have to, you know, you'll just have to show up to know whether your meme is on the show or not. So let's get into the meme review, guys. The Daily Meme Review. <laughs> Yo, guys, I, I'm really, I'm really surprised that the internet and the stream is is doing so well because you got <laughs> this back end over here is absolutely incredible. Anyways, you already know the deal. This is the meme review where you guys send us memes, tag us on Twitter, drop them in our Telegram group, t.me slash Simply Bitcoin TV. We're Simply Bitcoin TV on Twitter. We appreciate the memes. We love the memes. You know, we're never going to get rid of the memes. Memes is part of our lifeblood. It's part of what we do here. But uh, we're trying to give you guys as much signal as possible packed into an hour. And we noticed that besides the cult, cult following out here, most people leave at the memes, guys. So, you know, we're trying to provide as much value for you guys. Anyways, tweet to the bullets, memes to the artillery. We are in an information war. It's upon us as individuals to spread the signal, to wake up our friends and family, 
And of course, to ridicule the corporate press. And the first one, shouts out to Toxic Cat. I, I can take this one. I'll take it. Oh, okay. So, All right. For, for you know, my fiance likes Jay Bieber. So this is a, a beautiful picture of Justin Bieber looking like a hobo with his, his wife, Haley Bieber. And it says, all the mainstream grifters pretending they believed all along and then Bitcoin at 42 k. <laughs> This is a good one. This is hilarious. It, it was a good one. I mean, I kind of knew Sophie was going to be here, but shouts out to Toxic Cat. I'm like, this is a good one. You know, hey, low key. Love Justin Bieber ish, but I'm I'm a bigger Haley Bieber fan. If <laughs> if you guys could guess why, I mean, let's be honest. This is going to be all Bitcoiners in the future. You know, we look like you know <laughs> grimy as hell, and this is our our, our girlfriends or wives. Yes, yes, <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Okay, this next one on the same theme, uh, we have here Dan Webb, aka what's it Heartland Bitcoin, H R T L N D Bitcoin on Twitter. And he goes, are you ready for another Bitcoin influencer cycle? And you can see the influencer cycle here. We have influencers jumping on the Bitcoin bandwagon. Who we have? We have Rogan, Paris Hilton, Tom Brady. And then it goes, oh, and then Bitcoiners cheer current influencer. And wait, what is it? Is this a... I, I, don't know. I can't tell. Maybe it's like a rave or something concert. And then the next one, current influencer starts shitcoining. And we have what? Jake Paul, Soldier Boy... And is that girl. Kim Kardashian? Maybe Kim. Kim. And, then, and then it goes to the next cycle. Part of the cycle goes, Bitcoiners cancel current influencer. And what is, is that Busta Rhymes canceled? Oh, my God. And this is a cycle, guys. Of course, we love to see when big name people talk about Bitcoin. Because, look, not everyone is like us. You know, not everyone is a critical thinker and wants to be the outcast. It's, they look to their peers. They look to people they like. And when they embrace things, they're like, oh, that's cool now. I want to do that. Well, we're going to see a new batch of influencers jump on Bitcoin. I'm sure a lot of us will applaud them, I, even though I, I'm actively against the Bitcoin influencer or the influencer turned Bitcoiner cycle. But they're going to get canceled eventually because they're going to most likely turn into shit coiners. But hey, you already know the deal. Just prepare yourself for it. And the next one, shouts out to the Bitcoin therapist, aka the BTC therapist on Twitter. And he goes, we buy no matter what, hashtag BTC. And uh, I think I think this is like the perfect combination of it. Like me and Chris are the symbiotic relationship of this. But it goes, when you buy Bitcoin at the top, but you also buy at the bottom. And he goes, I'm dumb, but like I'm smart too. You know, I'm dumb, but I'm smart-ish. You know, like, hey, I may not be the smartest, but I buy Bitcoin. I'm good to go. This next one is by our boy Winekus. And we got Homer Simpson here in a robe, smoking a cigar, chilling on his couch. And he goes, how it feels to own Bitcoin. And he's just thinking, everyone is stupid except me. You can see like the both sides, both sides of the coin as a Bitcoiner. You're like, man, am I the stupid one? Nah, everyone's stupid except me. Okay, and the last one is by MTCBTC. And I'm pretty sure this is Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Game of Thrones. And I think this, he's got the sword. This picture of the meme with the sword. Lord Snow, you know? I don't know. I never watched it. Or no, Stark, Lord Stark, Lord Stark. Oh my God. Anyways, instead of the sword, he's got a green candle and it goes, the God candle is coming. <laughs> Guys, it is coming. It will be here soon. We are just starting to see the beginnings of the God Candle. Anyways, drop your meme review in the chat. Hopefully it comes up. Yeah, exactly. Do, um, do I'm, dumb, I'm dumb, but smart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You give your meme review score. So I am holding up the 
Oh my gosh. The Orange Pill Jam Project. You guys can scan the QR code. They have a bunch of music on Wavelength. Uh, one of our buddies here was showing some of the songs they were putting out on Wavelength. And, you know, you can tip them sats for the music that they have produced. Very cool stuff. Yeah, it, it's low-key. It's actually kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the long five beats. It was dope. Yeah, there's some really good It's like reggae there. with like uh, Bitcoin cypherpunk messaging on it. Um, all right, my meme review score is I got it this morning. I literally spent $20 on a double espresso, a black coffee, and two waters. I just got absolutely wrecked this morning. And it's uh, just water. I... I think this is what Jaden Smith's water. I don't know. It's all right. I have another water, but I don't want to plug it because it wasn't that good. Um, all right, guys. Actually, actually, before we go on, though, uh, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a moment to get your meme review scores in, guys. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Uh, we we want to provide you guys some cool merch. Of course, first and foremost, stack Bitcoin first, stack simply Bitcoin merch second, and uh, it means a lot to us. We're we're doing our best to you know get away from from just the subscriber sponsor model, um, and you know try to be as independent as possible. We want to give you guys the news. We we don't want to filter our signal, so it really helps us to get. When you guys get some shirts, uh, we we paid attention to detail. It literally says Bitcoin or slavery on the tag. Shouts out to the boys that represent for printing this for us. And um, yeah, guys, re it really means a lot. And I got stuff in the works. I know you guys are going to yell at me about the hats. You know, I, I got stuff going actually. And uh, for the ladies out there, Sophie was showing me we we're we're about to pull the trigger on the the cuts, the fit. She's been doing some research. She's got the good stuff for you. So I think uh, 2024 is going to be a good year for Simply Bitcoin merch. All right. Anyways, before I move on, I need to get the music for you guys because this is the meme review. All right. First one is by Sale Dog. 18. And he goes, I give these memes five helpings of reconstituted eggs from the free breakfast buffet at the hotel. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, next, UTXO. What's up, bro? I, I, you're not on Rumble. All right, anyways, he goes, mean score. We are in an information war, and our side has called a truce of five to six days a week so our soldiers can be more comfortable. <laughs> yes, okay. Next one, Philip Rizzo. I give the memes my sats from 60K, still F you money. Okay, okay. Next one, Elaine, score Bitcoin sure thing. Bitcoin sure thing takes over Vegas, home of the money losers. Even gamblers have a chance to learn Bitcoin. Yes, this is the way. Okay, Toxic Sophie. Wait, can I even read this one? Toxic Sophie, score my waifu asking me why there are air horns blaring while taking a dump. Hold on, hold on. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> uh, Tyler Durden swallowed the red pill. I score crappy web connection. I know, man. At least the show like went on. I apologize. I apologize. Okay, next one. Hammersaw. I score the memes. A mole the size of Texas. Yeah, no, dude, it's not a mole. It's a, a pop pimple. It's a scab at this point. Anyways, a last one on YouTube. Psycho05, meme score, Sophie winning the jackpot and buying BTC with her winnings. Yes, yeah, actually, dude, there's a, there's going to be the the poker, the, the poker tonight, and I think it's like a 3 million buy-in, and you get, 
a whole coin if you win, I think. All right. And then on Rumble Score, shouts out to Narwhal Tacos. He goes, meme score, one gently used Q-tips. Ew, yikes. Ew, gross. Okay. It's not that we ran out of scores. It's that the buzzer hit. Anyways, guys, we appreciate you. We love you guys. If you're in Vegas... Please come say hello. Yeah, come up. Say what's up. We will be on the floor tomorrow. We actually have to break down super quickly and go set up. I think I'm getting kicked out of this room right now, and I'm moving to another one. Anyways, we love you. We are taking over Vegas. We're going to be here all week. We will be streaming to you guys the the conference, and uh, we appreciate it. Yes, Chris? We should turn this uh, degenerate city into a degenerate city by getting rid of the gambling <laughs> addiction and getting into the addiction of buying Bitcoin, but that's just me. Yes, this is the way. This is the way. All right, guys, we love you. Uh, again, apologies for the internet connection. We should be on the floor tomorrow, so it will be better. Anyways, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Don't just share Simply Bitcoin. Share the Bitcoin signal so more people wake up to what is actually going on in the world because they need the lifeboat. Anyways, Chris, for the audio listeners, for the visual guys over here, what do you want people to look at? Where are you at? What's your what's your social medias? You can follow me at Chris Alamo 6 on Twitter. I'm on Noster. Uh, you know, just look up Chris Alamo 6 on there as well. Um, yeah, dude, guys, always a pleasure having me. Always love shooting the shit. Always love talking about the Bitcoin signal. Thanks for having me, Opti. Let's go. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll see you later. Uh, the chat is undefeated. Love you guys. <laughs> you guys are crazy. All right, guys, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Peace out.